Hello, Body Slams podcast viewers out there. I'm your host, Chio Frost, and this is uh, the first edition, but uh, it's not the first episode of Breakfast and Body Slams with our new time slot being Sundays at 11 a.m. As you see, sitting next to me, we have a very special guest. He is currently our new junior analyst. He's freshly new to the world of professional wrestling. He's just starting to learn what the independence is. Uh, But we're going to get into that because last night, me, him, and Dennis Reaper did attend uh, Atlantic all-star wrestling and but we will get into that news shortly but without any further ado as we're starting at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock uh crossing over onto our other Devereaux sports family members the currently on Devereaux sports on facebook you could be listening to the combat misfits and earlier today was uh the gobbler inc but we specifically said we're going to start at 11 a.m. And 11 a.m., that's it. Uh, but all our shows are killing it. But let me bring in, uh, speaking of the Gobbler, let me bring in his better brother, not the cheesesteak one. He's the better Bernard. He's the Saint Bernard. He's Mikey! Yeah, yeah, that's right, the better Bernard. And by the way, Mr. John Lee, uh, don't forget that Chio is a was a worker at one time, and he will throw the gloves down and put you through a table. So <laughs> he, I don't know. He might see the table and want to pass out and fall asleep on it. <laughs> I was actually surprised he was awake today on on uh, the Gobbler Inc. show. And but, me too. Well, while we're still waiting on our. Uh, our uh, man who is uh, in travels, Dennis Reaper, He hopefully he joins us in the beginning of this. He is on his way down to uh, the Ravens game down in Baltimore. And uh, as soon as he gets in, we're going to touch base with uh, AAW, Atlantic All-Star Wrestling, which we attend. But we're also going to get into other news as well as far as a bunch of news notes and whispers around the wrestling world of releases. Uh, rehab situation, and amongst other things that we might have dug up on the internet. But let's get into our cheap plugs. As always, you can check out all the Denver Sports Podcast teams on Facebook.com, Twitter, and as well as probably Twitch as well. Uh, you got the Sullivan Squad kicking off Mondays at 6 p.m. The Old School Show. Tuesdays at 6.30. The Combat Misfits at 6 p.m. Thursday Night Slam, which is bi-weekly. Every other Thursday with me, Dennis, Mikey, and sometimes Austin, if you joined us. We don't know where he's been at. You know, he's been putting in a lot of work with, 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 with his own show getting his material ready uh, for Thursday Night Slam. Uh, the Scrapple Boys, speaking of Austin, by the way, yeah, he's a part of the Scrapple Boys with uh, Cheesesteak Chucky. And uh, I believe uh, 
Lieb's a part of that too, right? If he stays awake, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, right now, their show is on hiatus. So eventually they'll come back in the picture. We'll see what's up, what's going on. On Sundays, as I mentioned earlier today, you got to hear uh, the Gobbler Inc. at 9 a.m. The Combat Misfits, which should be on air right now, unless they're ending at 10 a.m. And us, Breakfast and Body Slams, part of the Body the Body Slams podcast. Uh, we're here 11 a.m. This is our first show doing that at 11 a.m. on Sundays. And don't forget about our impromptu Pipe bombs that can happen anytime, anywhere, with anyone. Now, one quick shout out to our podcast affiliates. The guys at the Tornado Tag Podcast, the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, Backstabbers Pro Wrestling Podcast, as well as our good friends all the way from Puerto Rico. Let's hear it, Mikey. Roto's ours. Conversation de Rucha Libre. De Rucha? Rucha? De, de Rucha. Rucha. I love that. <laughs> Conversation de Lucha, Lucha Libre. Libre. All the way in Puerto Rico doing their things, showing much. I'm, I'm like, as you see, I got a bunch of snacks here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just craving. Like, I'm, it's like, Diabetes for me. I love it. Mm, good. Uh, <laughs> well, it is breakfast and body slams, so. Yeah, well, I got my coffee, though. Got my green tea and stuff. I'm sure you got your coffee there. So, uh, well, Dennis ain't here right now, so we, we're we not going to get into. We're not going to get into uh, AAW right now. But this young man was there. He uh, Terry won your name, which I already said it earlier. My name is. I'm not. You don't know your. You forgot your name. Your name is Jay. Yeah, Jay. The, the grandson name is uh, Jadiel, but I preferably call him Bubba Jay. Which Bubba Jay? He says, "What does Bubba Jay say?" Bubba Jay, what are you doing? Drinking beer and watching NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, he's drinking <laughs> beer and watching NASCAR. Hey, look, another, another left, left turn. turn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. As we wait for Dennis to jump in, if he jumps in, though, uh, let's uh, start off with some of the news. Mikey, I know you got some pulled up in front of you, probably. Yes, I do. Yes, you are absolutely correct. And we're going to go to you to kick this off with our news. Why okay. I start, why I start sharing the show out. At the same time. Okay, everyone. So, in the recent news, we will give you our reactions uh, to the recent releases uh, that I have here. Uh, such names as Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. Yes, you heard that correctly. Scarlett Bordeaux, which is the fiance of Karrion Cross. We also have Nia Jax, who was out on injury, as everybody saw. Shayna Baszler destroyed her elbow, and she was out. Uh, Eva Marie, I guess Dewdrop doesn't have to worry about that one anymore, huh? No, no, uh, not Ember, <laughs> uh, Ember Moon, which is a shame, because, man, she was, she was 
She was awesome. I loved her character. Great, yeah, I mean, great. She was like it, that. That kind of shocked me because like uh, they were just about to um uh I guess give her a character change because she looked like she was making the hill turn there on uh on. You know, I guess, yeah, they made it look like, oh, I'm fed up, this and that. It's time for a change, that kind of stuff. And and who knows? And then and she the, gets let go. And then, and you know what's funny though, with 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 with, with a couple of names you mentioned, uh, as far as like um, Keith Lee, uh, what the hell was the name? Bearcat Lee. Bearcat Lee. Bearcat. And then what? they were doing a thing with Carrying Cross too. And they, and they get rid of these two guys who they they um. Uh, they have them on the main roster. They change their gimmick. Uh, think, yep. thinking they're gonna do the, the 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 better thing with them, and they just toss them to the side like like yesterday's garbage. Yeah, especially carrying Cross's uh, debut match. They don't put them over. Like, come on, WWE. Well, well like, it was it, kind of shaky with him. Um, the way he was debuting on the main roster because. Like it was a win here, a loss here. Go back to NXT, look like a monster, you know. It was like, and then when he finally debuts, they make him look like the lost member of Demolition. Yeah, yeah, with that ridiculous outfit. Sorry, I thought that was ridiculous. Everyone, <laughs> no, I, no, I, it's quite all right. You you can say what you want about it look, looking ridiculous uh, because it actually did. Did it really did? And, uh, also uh, on the and uh, not Nia Jax is uh, even though we criticized her in the past about uh, uh, being safety reasons, you know, being a safety uh, issue with the other talent, it still brought up as a huge uh, surprise of her being let go. I did not see that coming at, at all. Uh, but no, I run. But I her still run thought with, she was going to return. Her run with Shayna Baszler was uh pretty interesting. You know, they uh they literally like made them two dominant forces in the women's tag team division. And then, you know, it it kind of with them being paired up, and then they had um all the TikTok vi- videos put out. She was much loosening up Baszler was with her character because she was a no a no nonsense, yep. hard hitting badass in you know, yeah and then next thing you know then she started doing these tiktok videos and stuff with uh with uh uh naya then you see her starting to loosen up this and that now i think with the separation and i'm not gonna say it's a good thing with naya being out of the picture but with them splitting up i i, I honestly do think um with everything going on right now with Shayna, i think they're trying to mold her back into her her killer instinct ways that what she was beforehand. Yep. The the other thing is is they what they could have done is kept going with the who's going to stop her from this nasty you know uh, reign that she was on of uh, hurting all these people and then bring Naya back and like. When she like you know she's you know gloating about this uh, person that she just destroyed, and then here's Naya that like for the shock value, like oh, she's back. But yeah. unfortunately, that's not going to happen now. And uh, what was some of the other names you you mentioned on that list? I'm sorry, I cu- I cut you off. I start to get to talking, and 
and uh, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. Okay, who is the fiance of Karrion Cross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? They were a hot item in, in, in NXT and they were on, on the indies as well as a big item. But then as soon as uh they split them up when he came up to uh Raw and and they left her on the sideline, it was like uh it's like they didn't have nothing for her. It was just like it was no, her, but her you know what? They, the they yeah, exactly. And they should have kept that package because she would have been a great heel manager on the main roster as well as she was on the next day. Exactly. Like, like, like I don't think of, um, by far trying to say that she was a great heel manager. Uh, like as far as, as far as I want to say, she was more mystical type type of manager when it comes to, uh, like she wasn't like the sensational Sherry type hill manager. Right, right. Uh, we got a shout out in the room here. Uh, this is DB Richards from the Twenty Three Wrestling Podcast. How you doing, brother? Uh, waking What's up, up this early in the morning. We're just discussing uh, <laughs> the recent releases of these WWE stars. Uh, please, Mikey, continue with uh, so some of this again. Like I said, I keep cutting you off. I don't mean to. That's all right. And then we also I've mentioned. The person that Dewdrop doesn't have to worry about, Miss Eva Marie, who was let go again. Not not just this isn't the first. Well, <laughs> you know what I say. That's enough said. We really don't have to say nothing about that, though. To me, <laughs> all she was was just a pretty face, and that's it. End of story. What do you think, Jay? Just a pretty face? Do you even know who we're talking about? No. Exactly. Like I said. Are you paying attention, me? young man? Like I said, the kid's new to the business, and uh, and he, he he's learning. He got his training wheels on, and we're trying to school him. All right, sounds good. All right. Uh, so another name on the list we have next is Frankie Monet, who people don't know. She actually trained down. Uh, she was uh, the uh, Lucha uh, Wrestling School. Yeah. So she's got you know, some high-flying techniques that no one knows about. You know, well, besides all that, that you know, but that was a huge surprise anyway with her with her release because she was doing good things there with Robert Stone on NXT. Yeah, yes, she was. So. And she kind of reminded me of, like, you remember, like, back in the day, Rick Martel when he had that arrogant, like look at me kind of thing. She kind of had that kind of persona with like oh, you mean like when he was doing the I'm, model gimmick. Yeah, yeah, the model, you know, like I'm better than like she kind of had that reminded me of that persona a little bit. Like oh, okay, this is kind of like a modern day kind of like that, you know. Which I, I liked. Uh, a couple of the other guys I noticed on the list uh, that I don't have, I don't have it pulled up in front of me. But as far as uh, Grand Metalik was released, uh, Lindsay Dorado, yes. B Fab, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that B Fab, you know, Hit Row was getting over big time. That that there yes, they were the, that there was one of the big shot because they just <laughs> brought her up. And then it's, it, it, they bring her up, they, they she shows up, and then now she's gone? Like, come on. She would have been 
I was I was looking forward to see who she's going to tangle with. Like, all right. Yeah. It, it adds something uh, new, a new element to uh, the women's there, division. You know what? And there was, wait, was it B-Fab? I read somewhere, one of the girls, when they just released them, they literally just signed. Yeah, uh, DB saying he feels like WWE is cutting back on the roster to do one brand. I really don't see that as much. Uh, I think they're just toning it down uh, fi- financially, and I believe it's uh, uh, you know big business. The uh, the guys in the boardroom and stuff like that who, who uh, yeah. the, the television executives, you know, yeah, uh, the the networks as you know some people call them. Right. But, that, hey, what's here. up, Pat? Yeah, the the gobbler checking in on us. As we're uh, sitting here doing this, uh, like I said, it's just me and uh, Mikey. No Austin, no Dennis yet. So if uh, so if Patrick, if Patrick, if you're listening to us, and if you want to jump in on our conversation, you're welcome to come in the room on Breakfast and Bias Slams as well. So just uh, yes, you are now out of the Body Slams podcast jail. Yes, yes, we. we we uh gave you parole from uh Facebook uh, <laughs> podcast jail right now. So you are permitted to jump in if you want at this moment. Sure, yeah. Uh, we yeah. we have we, uh, we got a bathroom break going on. Run, kid, run. Make, we make, have, sure, make sure you wipe, flush, and wash your hands. I uh, I see you got some technical difficulties with the lighting outside. Got the sun shining on you. No, yeah, I had to close the blinds. It was like pfft, you wouldn't have been able to see my face. <laughs> uh, you couldn't see me. <laughs> and going on on, on on some of those uh, releases, I didn't get to read uh, Parse uh, in 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 depth. But right? up, Lince Dorado, have you seen anything about the on Twitter going on with him? As far, no, no, as I have. Uh, remember the little girl Izzy. They used to go to the NXT show, but uh, she was like Billy's biggest fan and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Well, apparently, I guess her dad made some comments on Twitter, I guess, directed towards uh, Dorado. And Dorado didn't take too kindly of it. And pretty much, I guess he, he he shared the photos where he he literally bought a ticket. Paid for the parking spot for her dad to show up. You know, the, uh, he tried apologizing, uh, right on, on Twitter, but uh, I don't think Dorado took too kindly of his apology. And like I said, he he sent out the um, the, the the ticket and and the parking for 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 this guy to show up at a uh, event. Uh, to meet him face to face or whatever, and he no shows that, and then apparently his Twitter account is deactivated right now. So wow, so he was definitely calling out. So uh, you know what? If you turn your that's uh, crazy. If you turn your camera with the light facing the back of your camera, like facing you instead, instead of it being behind you, we won't get that glare then. 
a little bit. Just just giving you a heads up there. No, well, I'm gonna say if you moved over a little bit too, but just let oh, it, yeah. whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, and then also in the news of wrestling, we very heartbreak for everyone because everyone has someone dealing with some kind of illness, some kind of disease or whatever. And currently, John Moxley has uh, placed himself, took it upon himself to place himself into rehab for uh, alcohol. Yes. Now, now, it's, it's, addiction is tough, whether it's alcohol or drugs. It's, I mean, um, I know... Uh, I know someone who's going through uh, not an alcohol addiction, but a drug addiction, and they've been struggling with that for quite a while now. And it affects some people close to me. And it's you know to to take a, a stand and go and get yourself help. Yeah, you got my respect, buddy. Yeah, they. Uh, if if anyone's out there struggling, just like CM Punk said on. On uh, dynamite, he put it. He put it out there, at you know, hey, uh, much respect and love going out to Moxley and his family, what they're going through. Uh, and he mentioned that if anyone who's struggling with whatever kind of addiction, don't be afraid to ask for help, because uh, you're not in it alone. We're we're all we're all in this together. Uh, right. And uh, it, it's just. And I see it every day at my place of business. Uh, uh, like people are like, I run security and people come in, whether it's mental health, drug and alcohol, trying to go to detox, rehab. Uh, they're all seeking some, some kind of uh, help to close the door on that chapter in their life so they can move forward as as a um as a pro a productive member of society in the best ways possible, not just for themselves but also for their children, their loved ones as well as their spouses. So yeah, so uh, John Moxley is definitely doing the right thing, getting that help he needs. Uh, you know, we don't know how the relationship was, the marriage and stuff like that. Uh, right. As far as I know, it was on good standings. It was just, I guess, uh, from my understanding, I guess he was just doing it all on his own. He was met self medicating because when you're on the road like that, you start taking uh, whether drinking pills, whatever, and your body's getting abused day in and day out. It's 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 something hard, especially with all kind of sports players, baseball, football, uh, whatever, basketball, you you name it especially these big athletes who are in like trying to struggle as much as the Olympics. Cause you're not just uh, trying to do your best for uh, your own team or your own city, right. whatever, when you're in the Olympics and stuff like that, you're struggling for the whole U S the whole. Yeah, country. exactly. Yeah. I was going to say the whole so, country. So, 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 so you got a lot of weight on your shoulders and, and when you're medicating injuries the way a lot of them do, it's it becomes a difficult thing. Uh let's uh 
Let's transcend into some WWE stuff for the week. Mikey, what do we have? We're starting off with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Well, we had the women's uh, title, the Raw women's title with Becky Lynch versus uh, Bianca Belair. And we saw that it did not end well for Bianca, especially when Becky did the old heel roll up, grab the tights with the ref not looking. One, two, three, get. Oh, man. Her character is just getting more arrogant and cocky and, you know. Yes. You know. I mean, she is she's becoming a a big time heel. That's for sure. Yeah, during Raw, I I had got to see one of my favorites right now currently, who I say he is, me personally, I say he's the next John Cena. Uh, He's a good-looking kid, very talented uh, whatsoever. Uh, Cena, he came in with that ruthless aggression. Eventually, he turned heel when he was doing his old Dr. Thugonomics. Then slowly, he started changing to a baby face, which the guy, I think, he's very entertaining. He's funny as hell, too, as well, when, when, when he wants to be. And that's Austin Theory. I was going to say, is that Mr. Austin Theory? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hey, him, and, uh, Who? him and Ray killed it. But as you were uh, talking about the other night, uh, the whole thing between uh, Ray Ray and... Ah, uh, uh, yes. So... Everyone uh, uh, who might be just tuning in or had just caught Monday Night Raw, this is started be this started a little while back when Dominic was having matches with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn got into the head of old uh, young Dominic, and well, now we're starting to slowly see it take effect because Dominic is doing some shady things to. Give away that sooner or later he's going to turn on his dad. For instance, do you really think the most... shady things? You, you you really think it's not just uh, showing like as it being accidental? It don't look like he's intentionally doing shady, sh- shady things at all. That's what it doesn't look like on screen. That when the fans are sitting there watching it. True, but from the outside look, I can like that's definitely there's. Definitely see, a red flag. because we, we have to look at it as part of both as both sides of the fence. One, we gotta look at it as a fan's perspective, how they're viewing it on screen, and then how behind the scenes, how we can legitimately see what uh the writers and the producers backstage what they want done out there for the fans, so for their marks, for the target audience. So we got to right. look at, at both sides of the fence to see how this is working out. And literally, on screen-wise, it doesn't look like it's deliberate, like the way you just said, at all. Uh, it's To me, it's the whole classic accidental, 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 uh, complaining back and forth. Oh, why'd you do this? You should have done that, or blah, blah, blah. And eventually, it's going to turn into like how anyone, it builds up with so much anger, this and that. And finally, yep. he does like, I can't take it no more and just snaps. And how far along down the line do you see this uh, turn happening? 
I'm going to say it's it's not going to be at probably after Survivor Series because they're going to keep building it up more and more, and then I think after Survivor Series, uh, then that's when it explodes. Maybe something happens at Survivor Series where it's like you know the next night on Raw, it's like what the f- okay because. What's going to happen is Dominic is going to pull the classic line of when he turns on his dad, he's going to he's going to say that his dad's been trying to steal a spotlight. He's been under the shadow the whole nine. I was just and, and we've about seen that, that in the past. In the yes. Yep. Because um, I mean, if we go back to the Hart brothers, now, Brett I, and I, Owen. I, look, I was just about to go there. You're 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 all <laughs> right now. Everything you're talking yep. right now is exactly what I'm thinking. Now, yeah, but, because that's exactly how, what Owen said. Now, how you said it's going to turn later on after SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam is here in uh, Survivor Series. I, I mean, Survivor Series, correct. Sorry. Uh, it's here in November. And uh, not too far down the road, in like what, two, three months after that, we have Royal Rumble. I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking something's going to happen where it's going to be. Uh, they're on a Survivor Series match team. Somehow something happens where Dominic gets eliminated, maybe by his uh, somehow by his dad by accident. Yep. He gets pissed off, even though Dominic was causing his dad matches. Just what happens? It happens now with dad causing Dominic to be eliminated. Dominic's frustrated and stuff. So it takes like the weeks and the months, you know, whatever, until let's say. Rumble or whatever, or before Rumble, right? Before that, uh, you know, they try to apologize, they try to work it out. Eventually, Donna says, The hell with this, I'm done. It's Splitsville. Come Royal Rumble time, they're both they have a match. No, not have a match in the Rumble. I see Donna Uh. eliminating his dad in the Rumble. Uh, Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm far from saying he's gonna win it. But I'm I'm saying he will eliminate Ray in the Rumble. If, if I can it, see that happen if it works in that pattern, a la the hearts with the whole Survivor Series instance, where like I said, one gets eliminated, they start arguing, whatever, they try to work it out, and it just it builds to where finally it splitsville. The whole uh, yep. the 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 family is in in turmoil and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, but that is what it is. Uh, one of the big matches that were was on Raw was uh, Finn Balor taking on uh, Chad Gable. Now, now we already know Finn Bal- Balor is a A plus player in on Raw. He's one of the top guys. Hands down, it is what it is. Uh, Chad yes. Gable, Chad Gable, he has my utmost respect, my biggest props. I always said they need to push Otis and Gable together. To me, it's like seeing a hard foundation. You got one that reminds you of Anvil. The other one is a technician where he reminds you of Brett right. as well as Kurt Angle. And speaking of Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle came out on uh, an interview saying, I believe I don't know if it was Twitter or an interview. I forget which one it was. Um, 
came out and saying he would love, love to come back to WWE as a manager and manage the Alpha Academy. And that would and, be and, awesome. And if that happens, yo, know, they just straight gonna kill it. They're gonna kill. It. It's it's gonna be great, great. Uh, That's gonna put them way over. One of the other matches on Monday night we got to see was uh, a little changing character. Is this the beginning? Is this the beginning of a hill turn, or or is uh or or is he just like uh bringing out another side of like almost like Finn Balor has a demon, or is he bringing out a demon side of him? And that is Damian Priest. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know. I kind of don't like it because it feels like it's not original. Because it feels like it's it's parallel with Baylor, like you said, bringing out the demon side. It's like my first thought was, uh, we've seen this already. We have this already. That's called Finn Baylor. Oh, why do we need another guy doing something similar to that? That whole gimmick. Yeah. Like, but, uh, you know, you figure what they had the demon, then they had the fiend. And don't forget, we also had, before the Undertaker retired, we had him. We, you know, we, we had Kane making an appearance once in a while here and there. Then you got, then you got, uh, uh, this chick, Alexa Bliss. You know, it's like, okay. Uh, to me, it seems like WWE is trying to get back to the old school. Gimmick tree. They're 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 giving they're getting back to uh the big guys as we notice they're starting to push the big guys again. Uh, yep. The, the more character wise gimmicks as you've seen, NXT went from that dark type atmosphere to a bright, colorful, uh, kid like atmosphere. You know, like almost seeing like a Sunday morning cartoon type thing. So it's like yes. it's taking a it's like it's taking a reverse backwards just to uh uh back to the good old days, I'm gonna say like of the eighties, maybe not or early nineties. <laughs> which I don't mind. Me personally, I don't mind because I'm a child of the eighties and nineties. How about you? Are are you a child of the eighties nineties, Jay? No. No, what do you mean <laughs> no? You're about what, forty five? You had that mustache on yesterday, or no, the other day. Yeah, <laughs> no, saved you saved your mu. Oh, you, you shaved it or saved it? No, I shaved it. You shaved it. He shaved it here. This kid here. Uh, <laughs> and we had a big surprise with the Big E laying out Kevin Owens at the end of the match. Kevin Owens tried to apologize. He didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. He did not see Seth Rollins uh, interfering. But uh, when you literally go back and watch, hands down, anybody, uh, the even the dumbest fan would would even see this. You you could see <laughs> Kevin Owens literally look directly at at uh, Seth Rollins after the incident was done. He just looked and like. And then finally covered. He went for the cover, and he didn't get the count. No, this is a... And it's Kevin Owens. He's got a history of uh, don't trust him. 
Your brother's jumping ahead. He, he, We're not he, even on. Your brother's jumping ahead. We're not uh, even on uh, SmackDown yet, and he's talking about the Viking Raiders. Like, we'll I get know, there. Like we're, we're, we're talking about Monday Monday Night Raw. Back, relax. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> and uh, Jared said, I guess they're talking about Vince. He is stuck in the past. Vince needs to take his hand out of the business and let Triple H's uh, vision take its course. A, a, a lot of people say that, you know, but then you know, at the same time. Uh, I guess they're trying to cater to all sorts of fans. Yeah, I was going to say, know, you got to remember, uh, uh, they're trying to be kid-friendly as well. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're trying to be modern, new age, as well as uh, kid, old-school friendly, too, at the same time. I, I, you know, I see where the part where it says he needs to step aside, but like I said, he also remembers of uh, the fans that brought him to the table who bought the pay-per-views, who bought the tickets, the older ones, that is, now. They they, they are the older ones who are like, still around. Like us old turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared, Jared says, uh, F them kids. <laughs> okay. You heard that. He said it, not us. Not us. Jared. Sounds like Brock Lesnar now. <laughs> oh, uh, and then... Jumping ship on to Tuesday night. Uh, we had NXT. And I don't have my results in front of me. I'm a bad, bad man. Because I, I was actually... Well, busy. we had Mandy Rose uh, kicked it off. Yes. And uh, she, you know, said that her toxic attraction is going to run the place now. And she got a little surprised by a little... Uh, by. Io Shirai. You know, the kind of re- she kind of reminds me of um, Asuka a little yes. bit. Yes. I, actually, there's a lot of the Asian girls out there. Uh, the Joshis, as you call it, in, in, in Japan. Uh, they they kind of all remind you of, of uh, uh, Asuka, but Asuka, when she was doing her thing over in Japan as Kana, you know, she was holding it down, and that's what attracted uh, WWE to sign her. So, all right. I'm just trying to bring up my notes here. Good. Please continue with NXT. I'm going to look up uh, SmackDown if I can. Io oh, <laughs> Shira is a great performer, and I could see her uh, taking it. I I kind of think that feel like she deserves it. I mean, uh, she puts a, on a great show for the fans. Uh, she's a great, worth uh, great as a baby face. Uh, and she has a lot of um, high flying history, uh, not just with New Japan, but uh, when she came over here, uh, she worked at Lucha Underground. Um, mm-hmm. and she did a lot of work there. So, uh, like I said, she's she's a great performer, and uh, you know, yes, as we were saying, she reminds you of Oscar, and uh, definitely. Uh, see her uh i love watching her and i think she she deserves i feel like she deserves to be in the title spot and she's been deserving of it yes uh another standout star that they got that they're growing is uh braun breaker you know uh I, i i see really big things for this kid here uh, I think he will definitely gonna be the face of uh, NXT. 
uh, with, with like by year's end. He I squashed think, Andre I, Chase. I, <laughs> he, he destroyed that dude. <laughs> oh, that 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 match was like. I, wait, how 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 long did it go? Did it even go a minute? I'm not even. I sure. don't think so. It was so quick. Mm. I was like, because uh, I seen the suplex, and it, next thing you know, it's like yeah. he plant he plants on with that gorilla uh, power slam, and it was like, bam, matches over that quick. Uh, we're gonna switch gears over because you know they only had like what a couple matches there and like like I I liked it better when yeah we got to see uh, actually see like, three, uh, three matches that's it because solo Sakoa's yes. uh, debut and that, match that, that was that good match, that match didn't even last that long too as well I can't really talk about it because he just went in there and beat the hell out of the dude really you know it's like, yeah like, I, I I'm like I'm waiting for the for the time when he gets gets a, a nice. Uh, so, so someone to work with, and where he can really show his skills, what he can do. Now, uh, sw- switching uh gears, we're gonna jump on the Friday night with uh SmackDown now, but we're not gonna jump on the AEW quite yet. We're gonna leave that when we're gonna leave that door open for a little bit until we get to it. Uh, so f- Friday night there there was a uh, a couple big things that happened. The whole thing with uh. Uh, King Woods, as well with uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, I believe it was Jimmy Uso, not Jay. Yes, it was Jimmy, it was Jimmy Uso to face. Uh, since he took the pin in the match in the tag match against uh, the New Day, uh, they had some he- words and stuff where uh. If Jimmy Uso against uh, uh, King Woods, and if King Woods loses, he would have to drop to one knee and acknowledge Roman Reigns. All right, and then yep. if and then if uh, Uso loses him himself, he would have to drop to one knee and uh, pay respects to. Uh, King Woods, and as it looked like after he lost, he was almost there, dropping to one knee, and out of nowhere, Roman Reigns comes off from the side with that Superman punch, and he, and he, he uh, uh, basically knocked that out the park. He's like, "Oh hell no, that's not happening." <laughs> yeah, because like no, uh, and I could tell uh, that was going to be a. Hooker crook kind of match. Oh, <laughs> most definitely. Most it's definitely. like <laughs> it's like it's like okay. It's like it's like being in 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 a fight against someone with their gang. That's what it is. Like right. okay, uh, if he's beating your ass, he can walk around saying, "Hey, yeah, I whooped him. I whooped him. This and that." But when you're whooping on him, you know his boys are gonna jump in it and get involved. Oh yeah, and, and if then, you're whipping on this place, he's gonna jump in. And then, like, yeah. So, so what? So what's gonna happen is then after they, after they all jump in, instead of that guy walking around saying I whooped his ass, they're all saying we whooped his ass. So you couldn't do it on your own, basically. <laughs> it's 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 gang warfare when it's in WWE. Uh, 
some uh what do you think of uh what do you think of uh sonia deville going on I... power trip here dude you are reading my mind i was literally gonna bring <laughs> that up right now how are you doing i was literally about to go off that right now with Shayna baszler and and naomi uh yes I, back I to what it, we were saying about Shayna. yeah i find it funny as hell that uh they're having her go this route because there's been talks about her making a return to the ring and like who knows? Maybe this is just the beginning. That way it builds up for something between her and Naomi as well to get her back into the ring. So I'm thinking this is oh, first, yeah. this is the first part of the development of getting her back. I like I like that uh she's kind of got that Stephanie McMahon thing going on, like that power trip kind of like it, it's making you feel like I just want to see Naomi like knock her on her ass, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, then we got to see in the locker room where uh, Mustafa Ali approached Ricochet, trying to become a tag team with him, and uh, Ricochet shot him down really quick. Yeah, he did. At first, it sounded like a heel line when he was um. When he came out and answered Drew McIntyre's challenge, and he said, "Oh, about like uh, it doesn't matter all the catchphrases and all that stuff," and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh," because it sounded like he was going to say, "And I don't care what the fans say, like what anybody says." Uh, uh, you know, like that's where I thought he was going. So I was like, "Ooh, this sounds kind of heel." Yeah. So, so that's why I thought maybe he was starting to turn, but yeah, I was wrong. You know. It's, it's... <laughs> I, I didn't see that myself personally. But uh we're gonna get into uh your Mark brother, uh Pat, what he was saying, what he was saying earlier about the Viking Raiders best gimmicks out there one more time. If the people didn't see it, they can see it one more time. This schmuck. It's not the best gimmick, but it is one of the uh fun ones I say because it's you know, it's a nice throwback type character of like you know like the Samoans or the moon dogs that type yes. of stuff like that. So yeah it fits the mode. Uh with him being on SmackDown and stuff like that. And I mentioned this before. Uh, I mentioned this before and nobody likes to hear me on it. They're on SmackDown right now. He's saying like best gimmick so and they're one of the top teams and all this. Usos Tag team champions go after the tag team titles. What better way do a Survivor Series match, a three on three or whatever, instead of New Day? Because I know what some people are going to go a Raw brand against SmackDown brand. They might do that without the champions, though. But as far as uh, Roman Reigns with the Usos, Brock Lesnar teaming up with the Viking Raiders. I can see that happening. Him yeah, him. that would be freaking awesome. Yes. That Dude, would be, I would love that. Yeah. That would be yeah. a killer-ass match. I don't know how many times I got to say that, and people just don't listen to me, but it's all right. It's okay. 
we can get hey, we're, we're the analysts here people so, okay so, so, well we, well <laughs> we try to be uh analysts we're more like the analysts <laughs> so pat if you want you can chime in on that one since we touched upon your uh yeah your, since your, you're uh, too, too scared to which, jump in the room which they just uh went head to head with uh Happy Corbin and uh, what's the other dudes? Uh, Cap, Matt, oh, Matt, Matt Cat Moss. Yeah, I could, yeah, dude. This, like, I, I, I like the, the Happy Corbin when it started. Now it's like, it's to me, it's out yeah, of control. I, it's ridiculous I, now. Corbin was better when he did the NXT badass version, you know, well, like, okay, but then he started himself. losing his hair, he didn't have that look anymore. Isn't that, yeah, like, I liked when he was down on his luck. For him to strike it rich for whatever reason, and and he's still a heel. I would have liked to see it better. Where okay, he's struggling to get back on his feet, this and that, blah blah blah. Eventually, he becomes a baby face. That would have been hands down uh, the perfect thing to do for him, like that. He starts getting the that's where I thought it was actually yeah, going to go. Yeah. I thought he was actually going to turn because that's what they were making it look like. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm. We're not going to actually get into what happened on AEW though, but we will try to get into the AEW full gear. Uh. Ah. I'm trying to I'm trying to pull the line up here right now. I have a couple I was gonna say I have it I have it up right here. You have it up good. Start us yes, off. I do. Y'all have you Okay, so the lineup follows as uh AEW World Championship. It's Kenny Omega, the champion versus Hangman, Adam Page. Now, do you think Adam Page is gonna take it? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Be- only because of the fact that that's the way it looks like. I mean, I I could I can see just by the build up, but I'm on the fence because it's like just because it looks like that doesn't mean that's the way it's gonna go. So I, and Kenny Omega, let's not forget he's got the all elite. But then again, Hangman Page, he's got backup too. So it's yeah, fun. yeah, but I I think I think this is gonna be. For this here, I believe they might do a nice straight up right down the middle. I don't I don't think they're gonna incorporate anybody from the elite in this match. I think you know So you don't think I, it's gonna be hook or crook. No, I think they're gonna let Paige have his moment. A clean victory, just a straight up one on one between Omega and Paige. I can see that happening. They're, they're, you know, he 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 if it's straight him. up, I'm gonna say then yeah, puzzle hangman Adam Page. If it's a even, straight up match, yeah. Even if it's hook or crook, I'm still gonna go with Hangman Page over on this. They're gonna make this his moment. Yeah, I mean that's the way they're building it, so I hope. But Tony Khan is uh you know, he kinda when it goes that direction, sometimes uh, it, that's the way, you know, it ends up being. It's so we'll right. see. What we got? Uh, so the next one is the women's world championship. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD champion versus 
Tay Conti. I'm going to go with, uh, I have to go with Baker on this one. We see our, our man Dennis has uh, finally joined us. Let's see if we can get him in. The hey. Dennis. Can you hear us? Hey, what's up, buddy? It's crowded here. It is crowded in Baltimore. Literally. I, I don't know what to do with myself. I, but I do not have an earpiece because I lost it, so it's hard to hear. Okay, well, I'm glad you were able to uh, get in and, and show your love and support for us right now. And uh, me and Mikey, we're killing it. We're getting through the show here without you and Austin. Uh, so we're imagining we actually covered uh, uh, a lot of WWE. We're on uh, AEW. Where we're talking about full gear right now. And we're, and if you notice, I got my uh, junior analyst sitting next to me. Uh, Jay, since he was there last night, he's going to talk about some of the AAW with me. He was there last night, but I think he was more interested on a cell phone. Yeah, but he watched some of the matches, though, too. So, Jay, Jay, you want to tell him off? Tell, I want to talk. Tell him, bite me. Look, bite me. Look, bite. the young man came in handy last night because my tablet kept dying, and he saved the day by letting me borrow his charger for the last two matches. Good job. Welcome to the business, kid. So I got to give him credit. He saved the day on it um, due to technical difficulties. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dennis, you have fun down there at the Ravens. Me and Mikey's going to get back to the show with the uh, full gear uh, predictions. And uh, we'll see you actually Thursday night. Yes. We will talk. Uh, you guys have a good rest of the show. Sorry I couldn't be there all with you guys, but uh, you guys got this. Yeah. All right. Thank yep. you. Enjoy yourself. Take it easy, buddy. Well, that was cool. He came and joined us. For a short, yes, quick, was. hot, howdy. So, anyway, uh, like I said, uh, Dr. Britt Baker is walking away. She's walking in as the champ and walking out. And she out. is definitely okay. walking out. Okay. I don't know how. Because, uh, because know how of the Austin fact. Or, or Dennis feels about that. I'm sure eventually we're going to get their um, their uh, uh, comments or whatnot uh, beforehand before. Uh, Next Saturday, it is. Matter of fact, just to let you know, uh, newsflash, I heard that the movie theaters located here locally, they're going to be airing full gear in their movie theater here. Oh, wow. So you can reserve your tickets now. I'll send you the link then. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I can send you the link then. And I, I, I don't know if they're doing it around your area. But if we can get a couple of the guys there, we can go watch Full Gear in the in, in, in the theater as they're going to be playing it on the big screen. That would be cool. Yes, yeah, I mean the link so I can see if it's around me. See where oh, yeah. it's at. Make it over there. Definitely, definitely. Um, next up on the uh, Full Gear is the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. We have. Brian Danielson versus Miro. Here's two former WWE guys about to go head to head. You, you got me 
here on this one. Uh, hands down, from a fan perspective, people are going to want to see uh, Brian Danielson go over on this. But uh, but at the same time, on Devil's Advocate, people are definitely going to want to see Miro because they were a huge fan of his when he was with WWE still. And then when he comes over here, it's just like how he wants to redeem himself with his God and his woman. And it's like, I True, think, uh, I, but the fan in me thinks that Brian Danielson is going to take it only because okay. <laughs> he's still carrying the whole yes movement, even though he doesn't do it. The fans, they can do it that's, and not get that's, in trouble. That's good, uh, but I'm going to have to go with Mero. All right, here's the first one we are divided on. The other two, we, we yeah. picked the same. Now, I, I'm going with, I, I'm going to say... Uh, Brian Danielson is gonna do the honors. He's gonna like, even though Miro's already over, he's already over. Uh, but Danielson's his uh personal status is so much far more uh well loved in the wrestling world. Uh, I think he's gonna do the honors for for Miro, put him over. Which just all it was gonna do is gonna push his status way up high, uh, and like he's already a made man, and yeah, he already is. So, but like I said, I'm going with Miro. You're going with Danielson for yep. full gear for the tournament finals. Uh, what do we have next? We have the AEW. World Tag Team Championship, the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Penta L Zero Mido. I hope I said that I correctly. Know, uh, that's what you're saying. Just say Penta. Uh-huh. Penta. <laughs> Penta and Phoenix. Who are the uh, champions the going against AEW Tag Team Champions going against? Uh, FTR, which is Dax Hardward and Cash Wheeler. And your pick's going in this one? I'm going to mm-hmm. say the Lucha Brothers keep it because it's still still new. I'm going to say they keep it. Mm, no. I'm going to have to go with FTR on this one here. Sorry, but I got to. Uh, I see them uh, even though they're still pretty much doing the same type of stuff, uh, they're literally slowly pushing them in a different direction, I see. Mm. I I say eventually they're going to pull them from the pinnacle and make them shine more without the pinnacle, whatever, without MJF, even though they're already huge stars as it is. Uh, if you notice, they got that new uh, theme song. Uh, it was, uh, uh, it was pretty much paying tribute to the Midnight Express. It's actually online. I can actually download it if I want to. It actually sounds pretty hot. Um, but yeah, I'm going with FTR over on the Lucha Brothers. Oh, we're divided again because I'm. I I, I took the Lucha Brothers this time. Champions, how how many matches? Walk out. 
How, now, how many matches do they have on this card here? Okay, so uh, they have four, or no, three championship matches, the championship tournament, and then they have one, two, three, four more matches. So about eight so, matches all together about? Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, I was going to say, one of the matches they probably have listed is the CM Punk Eddie Kingston. Yes. That promo by Eddie Kingston, he came right out with it. He said, yeah, this is a shot. Yes. The best wrestling company in the world. I was like, damn, he came well with it. <laughs> no, but it was a lot more like like when you listen to guys particularly like Kingston when they're when when they're on that mic and they're spitting that fire uh telling it how it is uh about the grind about not um uh, making it then you got guys on punk who wants to make excuses of why they didn't make well you only didn't make it because you didn't put the effort in and this and that and that uh everybody has their own version as far as like um uh, like if you have Let's say you have heat with your brother, one of them, whichever one. Right. And uh, and you're both always blaming each other for something. In either of your own stories, you are the good guys, and the other one is the bad guy, no matter what. And that's yep. what's going on here between Kingston and Punk. They both have their own versions of stories of how things uh went down on the indies and this and that and whatever and they're both always going to be the good guy in their own story and everyone else is the bad guy and that, and that's how it is in life in general yes that's so true definitely and your pick and i'm saying we're going to be divided here i think we're going to be divided what? i'm going to say Eddie Kingston holy shit I was wrong. I'm going for Kingston <laughs> as well. I want to go for Kingston as well, but but with uh, AEW management and stuff like that, uh, I think they're going to put Punk over only because to build Punk up to the bigger guys in AEW for the bigger matches, so they have to build him up slowly. That's why he took the matches like with Darby Allen and whoever and, and now Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. That does make sense. Build up to the bigger guys. I wanna okay. As far as magic wise goes, uh Punk's over, but me, I want to see uh Kingston over personally. Uh but if Punk Lays down for uh Kingston, then uh, it might be something there where they're gonna build up for more feuds after this. I think if Kingston's over, right, this ain't gonna be in, it's gonna continue, it's gonna definitely. Oh, oh, yeah, probably even all the way to the next pay per view after this if Kingston goes over, yeah. It'd probably be like some kind of uh, blow off match, like a cage match or something like that along the line. We also have a Falls Count Anywhere match 
with the super quick Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. That's going to be a brutal match. Yeah. I know. I know that's going to be a nasty, nasty match. Uh, but I would actually would not be surprised to see uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express uh, go over. No, not at all. Not, no, 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 no. By far, no. Uh, as much as the fans want it, they see that. Uh, I say the super click is definitely going to go over in this one. Only why? Because the match from that particular, what everyone wants to see, they're going to want to see Jungle Boy against Adam Cole one-on-one in a big match. So they're definitely, they're probably going to have Adam Cole pin uh, Jungle Boy in this match because all hell's going to be breaking loose between. Yeah, all that's what I was going to say. It, this is going to be, be an all hell's breaking loose. Just when you think hitting, it's going to be a spot fest, they're going to be hitting moves after moves after moves after moves, and boom, Cole's going to uh, score the pinfall victory, and uh, and that's it. You know, but like I said, it's going to build for that one-on-one match between Cole. That's a big hooker crook match too. Well, people want to see that. <laughs> like, like they, it's, it's it's been building since Cole came in. Yes, it has. Uh, we also have MJF versus Darby Allen. Ah, uh, shit. I'm. Hmm. I know. I would like to see Darby Allen go over. But. I like, like to see MJF go over, honestly. But M- I think that MJF is going over. Like, see, this is because he he's a good heel. I mean, well, because they're going to keep building him as a a top heel. They're going to keep him over as a top Here's heel. The thing. Here's the thing with everything going on with uh, with Darby Allen, with everything they've done with him, you know, outside in the parking lot, wearing the black mask, uh, plus him being uh, Sting Light. I want to say, you know. The little, the little stinger or whatever. Uh, <laughs> him, him being like almost like they're trying to build him up to be like one of the new faces of AEW, which um, he was here since day one. But uh, I just have a hard time with the size difference with him being so small as he is, though. Uh, being like one, like like I see more like Hangman Page being the face of AEW than. Him or or like, yeah, like, like I agree. Uh, but uh, I can see them definitely putting Darby Allen or I preferentially would rather prefer seeing seeing uh MJF going over. Uh, uh, eventually down the road, I would like to see Darby Allen uh turn hill and be like, "Yo, I don't want to be in Sting Shadow," you know. You know, and that's then, the feeling and, I get sometimes when I see Darby Allen actually, and, and some of his promos. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I get this vibe like, well, well, he well, is bound to turn. You got to remember, though. Here's the thing, though. His promos are, are like, uh, I'm not going to say cryptic. They're like, uh, like, I don't know, just like 
creepy type, you, you know, like like regular yeah. plain, you know, soft spoken, uh, like the dark that's in them and stuff like that. So, but it is what it is. So, but like I said, uh, I like I said, you you say MJF, I say Darby Allen's over, but I would like to see MJF though. I'm 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 siding with you, but like I said, I can see the network, the, the I, well, the company itself putting uh Darby over though on this one. And then we have finally a uh, uh, last but not least the mini Apulus street fight, the inner circle uh, versus uh, the men of the year. Oh, obviously, we know who's going over in this one. It is definitely the inner circle, it's in the circle. And uh, <laughs> they're going to. Pin or submit, uh, was what they call him a uh, fat face dipshit Lambert? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the way that's gonna go down. Uh, uh, he great, yo. Honestly, for for not being a wrestler, great on the mic of drawing that heat in. Uh, he 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 brings it every time. Uh. And like it, it kind of surprised me the first time he did it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, he got some uh, mic skills. I'm surprised. And then next thing you know, you know, he, he he's trading shots and he's and he's dogging the and he's dogging the uh, uh, fans in whatever city he goes to. This and that. And like, okay, he can hold his own on the mic. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep. Uh, I think uh, in the match they're gonna have him more of like play the manager role where the manager don't get in the ring all the time. Don't 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 no. no the only time he's gonna get tugged in when the guy's already down on the mat. He's gonna come in, throw a couple punches, throw a couple little kicks, quick tag back out, get get, get back out and stand on the apron. But uh definitely I see the inner circle over on uh on uh Yeah, I'm going with you on that one. On the dipshit. On the dipshit. <laughs> now now is that it for the card or or, or do they have like a body? Yeah, no, that's it. So, that's it for the card. So they they don't have a pre-show buy-in match or anything going on. I don't see anything listed about that now. Sorry, I'm just stuffing. My Unless face they add it in, but I don't see it. Stuffing my face with these fruit snacks. <laughs> uh, uh, well, they're healthy. Uh, but but for what they listed, there's sometimes on pay-per-views and stuff they don't post all the matches. So who knows? There could be one or two extra matches that we don't know about. Right. Exactly. Now. To end the show, me, I was at Atlantic All-Star Wrestling in Mooresville, PA yesterday. Me and Dennis Reaper were on duty. Uh, we tried to get our buddy Mikey to show up, but he has some other obligations. He just didn't want to go with us. But I do want to go with you guys. To, I definitely want to go with you guys to a uh, uh, an indie wrestling show well, and see what it's all about. Well, here's the thing. I got a show to go to uh, next week up in North Jersey. Closer to you in South Jersey is uh, Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. They're, they're going to be at the Skid Row Academy. They're, they're, they're going to be there on Saturday. I'll send you the event details. Go check them out. You'll like it. Trust me. All you'll, right. You'll... you'll, you'll, you'll um, 
and then you can give us your review. Who knows? You might even see Dennis there. I yeah, mean, that's true. Yeah. Because he said something about working with them, right? Well, once in a while we, we work with them. Uh, right. But yeah. Uh, but AAW, Jay, you were there with me uh, peeping out AAW and um, it's not the first ind- independent show you've been to. You've been through a couple with me helping out here and there. Uh, it's a little bit hard for you because home life, you know, you're not really watching wrestling at home. The only time you're really watching anything wrestling when you're with pop, that's about it. So I'm, I'm trying to like, but when we're doing the ring rentals and stuff like that and you come, you're in the ring, you're bouncing around with your brother, you're jumping off the top ropes. I got pictures online of you doing this stuff, having fun. You guys obviously enjoy the ring. Uh, if you's, if you's had more, uh, attraction to it where uh you were like uh a part of it checking it out which like if you travel with me you're gonna know he's gonna know more of the indie stars mikey uh right. who i work with before he really knows any of the stars on wwe and stuff because like i said he don't really watch it at right. home so he's gonna pick up on this on the indies before he picks up on, on what's on tv so I, uh, I yeah, but that's a, that actually benefits him because when he sees guys that he saw in the Indies, he'll be like, "Yeah, I know that guy." Yeah. So uh, some of the matches uh, we had, I'm not going to go down the whole list, but uh, we had some of the matches we had. Uh, I'm going to go out there and say we had uh, Tony Batista taking on Sinister X against. Malta the Damager. Do you remember that match? Yeah. What do you like about that match? Come on. Give us your feedback. And don't think too long because you're talking. We're on air. Well, I'll tell you this much. I know Tony Batista, he's like, uh, and we had him on the show here. Yeah. We had Tony yep. Batista on the show. Uh, I literally call him the new blue chipper of pro wrestling. Not since Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He has that. In, in fact, he's a tall, young, good-looking kid, well put together. Uh, he's a veteran of the military, uh, so his cardio is up to par. He's always hitting the gym and stuff like that. And when he's in there in the ring, he's going up against these two big, huge monsters in Damager and Sinister X, and uh, he had his work cut out for him. You know. These two big guys, they figured, you know what? We're going to take Batista. We're going to pick him apart. He's a young guy. But Batista, you know, with, hit, with with these guys being as big as they are, you could tell their cardio wasn't all there. So it was easier for Batista to get his win, his win back in him every time he got knocked out. It, it was easier for him because of his cardio workout, his military background, the way, right. the way he pushed through the pain and uh, – Try to fight back. But unfortunately, all that uh, agility and uh, experience did not help him due to the powerhouse monster of Sinister X. Now, this guy has a neck on him like a brick shithouse. And like, (laughs) yo, just like the hits and the blows, they may not be fast. They might come slow at a pace, but it's that blunt force trauma. When he delivers that impact, 
that's where he does the most damage. So I wish you were there, Mikey. Like I, I have a little bit more. I, I could then we can feed off, talk to each other. Uh, Jay, right. you know, uh, Jay. Sounds like you, an interesting match, though. Oh yes, definitely, definitely was. Uh, we had the women's match for the for the uh, AAW Women's Championship. It was Izzy McCoy taking on J.C. Storm and Princess Valerie. Yeah, and what do you remember about that match? I remember where she um she elbowed. Wait, what was her name? So you gotta start learning, kid. See, I brought you on. I you're you're drop. You're 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 dropping the ball already. You're <laughs> dropping the ball already. No lie, we already noticed. Like I said, me 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 and Dennis Dennis was on commentary. He uh referenced that uh that uh Izzy McCoy is my niece. And uh, you know, and we were talking a little trash because you know that's what we can do as we're on on commentary. Me and Dennis was having fun. We had a a ball. Uh, Princess Valerie, she had one thing to her advantage, which was she she had her uh mate at ringside, Sam Thompson, which she was out ringside for him for his match earlier. But you you figured you would think that would work to her advantage to try to cheat or whatever, but it. Didn't it? Didn't uh, with the newcomer of JC's uh storm, we you know we we got to see the first ever AAW women's champion crown, and she picked up that victory by making Izzy McCoy, McCoy uh tap out. She was so close to the ropes, but she couldn't get there uh enough, so uh, she was very impressive. She she proved that she can hang not just one on one, but actually in a three way as a debut for a championship. Like, and that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, hands down. Another match that was uh, eye catching was uh, cousin Nikki, a member of South Philly's finest. He took on ECW icon and legend Little Guido. This yo, Nikki. Wow, he, he he was coming out with his best, hands down. But little Guido, being the <clears throat> Sicilian shooter himself, he was picking this kid apart. He's like, just because you're younger doesn't mean you know all the tricks of the trade. So, <laughs> so uh, he he was teaching this kid some respect. He was teaching him some some lessons and whatnot. But unfortunately, uh, cousin Nikki picked up the W over an ECW icon such as Little Guido. Now this this has made Nikki a made man in South Philly's finest. Him with Luca Brasi nice. and, and 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 Jimmy Conway. He's a made man now. And as we were commentating, we told we said, hey, Nikki better get his ass out of the ring because if it was up to Guido, he's going to get a hold of the rest of the FBI, the full-blooded Italians, and put a hit on yeah. his ass. <laughs> he's he's going to take him out real quick. I was going to say, you better so, watch out for the FBI then. <laughs> well, that's right. He, he, he had a dip set out there real quick. Uh, and who knows? Uh, his body might be uh, end up missing, for all we know. Uh... Another title match I was on the line. Uh, I didn't quite get the name of this team. Uh, 
because it, it, it's pronounced different. Uh, weird. Uh, but I know the last part of it was squad. So I ended up just calling him the squad because it, it was new faces I never saw before. And they were taking on South Philly's finest, Luca Brazzi, and the gent, uh, Jimmy Conway, as uh, they, they were going for uh, the AAW Tag Team Championship. This match was back and forth. The majority of the time, they kept Brazzi in the ring. They were beating him down, keeping him cut off from one side of the ring and this and that. Eventually, during the match, towards the end, we did, however, see uh, they picked Brazzi up, end up knocking out the ref. The ref was down and out. Uh, oh. yeah, he was out in the corner. Bra- classic, Brazzi- classic. Brazi laid him out. The the fans are counting one, two, three, four. We all, three, yeah. yeah, yeah. We 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 had like a five, six, whatever count. He tried waking up the ref. The other guys, they countered on Brazi. They made the pin too. Then ref still out coast, still trying to come through. All hell's breaking loose. You got all four members in there. Uh, eventually, Brazi gets a hold of one of them. Conway comes in with the baby powder and pours it on his hand. And what does he get? He gets bitch slapped. It was a nice oh. palm, no, it was a palm strike, more or less, with the baby powder. A nice palm strike. But yeah, uh, I say bitch slapped. So um, the ref finally gets woken up, makes the three count, and your new Atlantic All Star Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Team is Champions. A, yes. South Philly's finest. They, they yo, guys, I think this is their 20th championship. Uh, right now they have a goal, try to make it to like, as of right now, it's 50. They're trying to make a goal of collecting 50 titles right now. And then once they hit that mark, that marker is going to go up a little more and they're going to keep going. But right now, I think they're at number 20. Uh, do they have, do they have these matches on uh, YouTube, by the way? Not yet. Uh, what 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 it is? It was being recorded last night. We were on commentary, right. and it's it's being post edited. It's it's, being, it's in post edit, and then the company's going to get the footage, and they'll either put it out on DVD or put it on YouTube, whichever the case may be, or Facebook. I don't know. So we are unaware. But at least one good thing you you definitely get to hear me and Dennis talking on it though. So you get to have some kind of fun. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> to join me for the fans. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Bad thing hearing us. Uh, there was uh, let me see. There was two more matches earlier in the evening. I, I, I guess I should mention them too as well. Uh, Mister Mister uh, Business in the front, party in the back. Gotta love his mullet. Matt Quay beat Blade Harem. And Sam Thompson. Sam Thompson, as I mentioned earlier, he was with Princess Valerie. Well, she was out there with him during his match. And Blade Harem is a a middle a Middle Eastern gentleman uh talking mad trash on 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 the fans. And he came out with the shiki boots with the curl toes. Oh I thought, wow, I he, okay. I thought he was gonna uh lay lay that in on on somebody, 
uh, really good and have it like stick out their ribs or something like that. But uh, <laughs> Quay coming off with the, a big elbow off the. I don't think it was the top. It was the second row because it was a low ceiling. So he went up to the second. He came up with a big elbow, scored the pin, one, two, three in that three way match. And uh, like I said, he's business in the front, partying in the back, and that's what he did. He came in. He did business afterwards. He's partying with the fans because they love this kid. Oh, yeah. And the opening match of the evening was, uh, I don't know if he was a cousin or a family member of all the luchadors out of Mexico. Here is uh, La Parco USA. La Parco USA. Uh, I believe he's probably related to La Parca and all of them. I'm not sure. Could be. I don't know. As he took on a nice... Uh, clean cut. I'm not gonna say well mannered because this guy was actually really cocky when he came to the ring. Uh, <laughs> J- Jamie Tyler. This match went back and forth. It was pretty much even, but uh, La Parco, uh, he did pick up the victory, uh, and he walked away with his hand raised. Uh, for the for the world title, we've seen Jimmy Jack Cash, JJC. Uh, self-proclaimed uh, best independent wrestler. Self-proclaimed. Taking on the church's money, Black G's. This was... I was a little biased in this one because uh, G's wrestling for uh, the NWA currently for National Wrestling Alliance. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, That's G's, big. G's formerly wrestled in... Uh, WWE a couple times, like I think once or twice. Uh, Ooh. He's on TNA. So he's got some experience. He was on TNA. I believe he was in like one or two pay-per-views for them. Uh, he traveled to Japan. So going into this match, G's was my odds-on favorite of walking out victorious. Now, in the, in the beginning, in the opening, Jeez was basically almost like manhandling this guy. Even though this guy, uh, Cash, he's a lot bigger, a lot. He's well put together, a lot stronger. And and Jeez was like, you know, he was sticking and moving, jabbing, uh, boxing background. He can lay those fists right in, put a nice, a nice one on your chin, and probably lay you out. All right. Uh, but eventually, Cash with the size advantage, it's uh. Caught G's end up starting using the power moves and stuff on him. Like just beating him down, him. beating him down, beating him down. Um uh, and then like he uh ended up putting G's in his finishing maneuver. Uh I believe G's I forget if G's tapped out or or he passed out. I'm not I can't remember the the you know the the night for me was a big blur. Uh, because it ha- everything happened so fast, so fast, and the action was hot and heavy. But he he was in uh, JJC's uh, finishing maneuver. He had one arm up um, over around the neck, the other one up under the arm, and he was locking those hands, just squeezing the life out of him. So I, I honestly, I believe Jesus. Like tapped. A, I believe he tapped. Like a sleep a sleeper hole kind of. Yeah, yeah, almost like a modified sleeper. So. Uh, yeah, so I, I believe G's did actually tap out, unfortunately. Uh, 
JJC having the world title now offered open challenge. He said he's here to take on anybody, this and that. And music hits and out walks Sinister X. Sinister X comes out there and uh, JJC, JJC and uh, X, they're talking, they're exchanging words back and forth. They're talking about the history they had throughout the years and this and that. And, uh, and, and, X hands down, he just uh accepted his challenge. He's like, you know what? We can do this, you know. This ain't over, you know. And uh Cash said, Hey, I thought this was over behind us a long time ago. But hey, he opened his mouth, he made a challenge to anybody, and that's X- right. You make and- a challenge, that's right. You better you better expect the unexpected. And the final match of the evening. Impact Wrestling star Ace Austin taking on the Kryptonian himself, Darian Hardway. This match was so tough to call. It was going back and forth. Hardway, uh, like like I said, it was going back and forth. Hardway with some key moments in the match where he literally... Literally, uh, had a speed. He he literally had to be uh with everything, all the damaging being done to his ribs and stuff, getting thrown in the corner really hard. Uh, I like I I I thought I thought Harvey was gonna walk out, but Ace somehow, some way he 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 hit that modified neck breaker of his. Pinned hard way. This is a match that would be hands down main event status on on anybody's show who's running. I and I I I, I give like I'm not Dave Meltzer where he gets five stars, but I'm have to give him. I have to give this <laughs> match about a, a four star. It was a four star match, and uh, just so happened. Speaking of uh, Darian Hardway as a. Uh, I was speaking as I was speaking to the Batista and G's, and I spoke the hard way. Fortunately, uh, Deshaun Pratt wasn't there. I didn't. I did not get to speak to him, but I managed. I managed to get uh, hard way booked for us for uh, for February third for Thursday Night Slam. Hey, all right. So, with that being said. We already had uh, Tony Batista. Yep. We already just had Deshaun Pratt. Come January 6th, we'll have the Church's Money Black G's. And February 3rd, we'll have Darian Hardway. That is all four members of the Dynasty who is from Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. Over there in South Jersey at the Skid Row County. That's the show I'm telling you to go to January 13th, which is nearby you. You can go and actually see all four of them in action together. They are the dynasty. So, uh, you know what? Check it out, people. This was a a hell of a show for a first time. Breakfast and Bias Slams being on our Sunday at uh, 11 a.m. Uh... We both got to get ready 
to uh, watch the birds today. I'm not sure. What time is it? Is it yeah. 1 o'clock or 4? It's a 4 o'clock game. Actually, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank our uh, junior analyst who didn't have much to say because he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But he got his face. <laughs> but he got his face on the podcast. So, yeah, that's you, true. yeah, that's true. You got any final words for the people out there? Goodbye. Have a nice day. That's I a, don't know. That, I think that's the, <laughs> that might be the most talking I heard this kid say. But uh, eventually, like I said, uh, we'll we'll get him at the shows. He'll start. He'll start learning who people are. Maybe start, yeah, whatever, kid. He'll start learning, dropping soda can here and there. Don't spill it. <laughs> but, uh, Mikey, do you have any final words for our, uh, people out there while tuning in? Yes, as always, you can tune in to us uh, every other Thursday on Thursday Night Slam. Uh, we have... Great interviews. We are the Prime Show. Let's not forget that, everyone. And you can catch us every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Breakfast and Body Slams. And you can also follow us on Twitter, as you see our Twitter handles. So if you want to know, uh, talk to us and find out our uh, reactions to uh, indie shows or even the main top shows like... uh, Monday Night Raw, NXT, you know, SmackDown, AEW shows, Dynamite and Rampage, and the upcoming uh, Full Gear, uh, we will be putting that out as well. So, thank you everyone for tuning in. Well, there it is right there. I had to switch uh, settings. Uh, If people ever want to check us out, uh, like he said, it's uh Sundays for Breakfast and Body Slams at eleven AM. Uh but if uh if you're not sure, yeah you can go to right there at the top, bodyslamspodcast.com. Even though we've been telling you bodyslams.pro, which is our other uh website, which we linked them both together. But if you go directly to bodyslamspodcast.com and there you go, uh Mike, you can share that out to people. It's easier for them to remember. Wisestandspodcast.com. That uh, it'll take you right directly to the site. Uh, you'll see our Twitter on there. Our Twitch feed is on that page as well. But on there, we have all the links to, like he said, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, Twitch. Uh, you can watch past shows on, on our playlist. Of uh, Breakfast and Body Slams, Thursday Night Slam, as well as the pop-up pipe bombs, which when the new season starts, we're going to put them in the archive section. We'll be based off to the side of the screen, and we'll put the new seasons up. So you'll still be able to go back and click on uh, the view, uh, the previous season. So we'll be starting season two in the beginning of 2022. And if you're on the go, and if you're in your car, or you're at the gym, or you're at work, or whatever, and you just want to listen to us broadcasting, you can go to the listen section, where you can find us on many audio platforms that you can listen to, such as Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, what's the other one called? Uh, uh, 
boy, this is so much. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple iTunes, Google iTunes. Podcasts. Uh, it's a whole, it's a whole list of them. Trust me. Uh, Stitcher. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I have the list up, I will have it, have it up for, uh, for everyone. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll put it up for everyone to see. But uh, yeah, don't forget to check out our our family members at the Devereaux Sports. All the shows there, as as well as our affiliates for uh, Breakfast and Body Slams today. This is Jody L, aka J, aka Bubba J, who likes to what? With Bubba J, what are you doing? Drinking beer and watching NASCAR. Hey, you're too young to be drinking beer. But you can watch all the NASCAR you want. Drinking root beer. Yeah, root beer. There you go. Drinking root beer and watching NASCAR. There you go. Uh, Hot Wheels. Watching Hot Wheels. Whatever. (laughs) And our man on the other side of the world, which is still PA, whatever. Uh, uh, The better Bernard. The St. Bernard. Mikey. Peace out, everybody. I'm Chio Frost. And don't forget, like I said, check us out at Bicelands Podcast. Dot com. And we're out. Thank you, everyone. Peace. Peace. <laughs>